What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke at the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon Wolverine legend. He's a Grambling State University Tiger legend. He was all swag back in the day. He played second base. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft analyst for NBCSportsChicago.com. He has a new article up right now at NBCSportsChicago.com. You can also catch him on the My Teams app. Go read about it. It's always good stuff. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? How was your week one? Uh, we're going pretty good, man. Hey, don't forget, you forgot to throw in Sleepy G, you know, for those who Sleepy don't know. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to let the people know that you fell asleep on us. Man. <laughs> Sleepy G. <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah, hey. that, that's just hey, a call. Man, no. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> So for our audience, we've been we've been waiting a while for, for, uh, for Glenn <laughs> Sleepy G to pop on, and uh, yeah, it took a while, but you know he was he dozed off for a second. <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> jeez, oh man, oh, man, but week one was yeah, man. Hey man, it was a great day. It sure was. Uh, <laughs> the Bears, unless you've been living under a rock. Got a big upset in week one with a 19-10 victory over the 49ers in the monsoon. Uh, I, man, I, I was presently surprised because mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely ex- – I expected the game to be close, but uh, didn't expect them to come out there and really, really – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can tell that this is a competent <laughs> football team. Uh, they seem to have a smart coaching staff that that knows what they're doing, and uh, I think they're developing some talent as well. What'd you guys first off number one? What'd you guys think of of number one? Uh, I thought he he improved as the game went on. When I saw the turn, I'm like, okay, second half will be a lot different the way we ended the first half that drive that last drive in the first half when we got that crazy penalty because we dried off the field. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that before. (laughs) Yeah. me either. Uh, That drive. I felt fields got in the mind of like F this, I'm going to make some plays happen my damn self. And he started, he pretty much drove us down to where we got to that position with his legs he just was like okay i'm just gonna run you know i'm not waiting you know guys wasn't getting open line wasn't really protecting you know giving him enough time it was like he was just like okay forget it and so i was like okay that's how you know especially with the conditions that we were facing i'm like okay that's that's probably how this should go then second half came didn't start out all that well. You know, it was looking like we was about to be right back stagnant. Then the 49ers were very undisciplined, which I, I feel like guys 
I feel like these defensive guys go a little hard at those black QBs, but I, I'll keep that whatever. Hey, it worked for us. Got the little personal file, and then the rest is history after that. Once that, that one person – because that was third down, that one personal file mm-hmm. that gave us 15 yards. And then I want – was it the next play with the broken play where he spun out and got – I think so. Uh, it was the very next play, you know, and it was like at that moment, he felt he can do everything after that. Mm-hmm. Everything looked in sync after that play. It no longer looked like the Bears we were used to. You know, it was like, okay, everything looked in sync. The play calling seemed to match the intensity of the of the team. It was like early on, it was like they were just trying to play everything safe. It was like, let's keep the game close. Just, just not let it get out of hand. Let's just keep it close. Let's not try to do too much. You know, I was getting frustrated because I'm like, man, we like let's do something. Like we ran <laughs> on a third and like eight or something. Like it was, it was like, man, here we go again. But, but everything changed after that play. I think his confidence went to a new level after that play, and then everything came together. The defense to me played. I know we talk about fields, but I just want to throw that in. Mm-hmm. Defense mm-hmm. was was stellar to me throughout the game. I was very impressed with the defense. You know, I know last year that was a big issue on top of our offense being right. we a major be, issue. Should have been you last know? year. We should have beat the last yeah. year. Yep. So you know, so it was. I, I left like very impressed with what I saw. I mean, of course, we got still got a lot of improvement, but was impressed to see to see the turnaround like we did because we we haven't seen that. Maybe I mean what? Maybe once was that the Pittsburgh game when Fields turned it up? No, San, Fran- San Francisco. They should be San Francisco last year. Yeah, was that game. when he turned it up in like the fourth quarter? Yeah, he made that one of the games. Big, he did it a couple times. San Francisco and Pittsburgh last year. Pittsburgh, yeah. And he had a good like play broke down. He spun to his left again, you know, trying to avoid the rush. And he ended up taking a broken play. He ran in for a touchdown, you know, and threw the ball into the stands, was pumped up, you know, and then the defense lowed <laughs> us down and San Francisco came back mm-hmm. and scored, you know, late to win the game. Same thing with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, he did it more of a more passing them with his legs. Uh, and then again, the defense kind of, you know, in Pittsburgh, he actually should have been like a game winning drive type kind of deal. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the defense let him down. But um, all right, like for real, like the first half, y'all wasn't thinking yeah. like we're, we're going to come back. That's I, no, that's what I said. I, <laughs> it, it was that last, that last drive of the first half where I was like, okay, something something might happen in the second half. But then the way the second half started, it was looking like, no, no, (laughs) no. But then the penalties kept that drive alive. And, and the rest, like I said, the rest is history after that. You talk about those penalties. That's something that, that we saw with the bears in the last, last couple of seasons. Always shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. And it was it yep. was it was good to see that happen with the opposite team in our favor. Change, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm figure 17 and all, my friends. Yes. <laughs> bears. The bears. Bears, 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 bears. Um, yeah, you know, I, it's, it's crazy because, you know, I felt confident going into this game last week that the Bears are going to win. I'm like, I'm like, crazy. Yeah, hey. I'm, like, I'm like, this is a game. I'm like, they can get G- this game. Like, it's straight. Jim, not to cut y'all, it's no. weird because. My boys, we always text each other before the week before the Sunday game start. And uh-huh. one of my boys was like, he from Louisiana. He like, what's the locks for the day? And I was like, the Bears is a lock for the day. Like, fuck what y'all talking about. He, <laughs> right. And they all started laughing. I'm like, okay, I think I'm playing. I'm like, we're going to beat San Francisco today. Right. It's a lock. Like, I'm not even playing. And it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people... You know, we're looking at it sideways. You know, I remember doing that the course of the week. They're like, what, what you want? You know, I'm like, dude, like, not only – I'm not talking about this with the point spread. Like, I believe this is a game the Bears are going to win. Like, like I don't – like, I really – you you have to really convince me hard that the Bears are going to lose that game. That's how confident I felt, mainly because – and I said that even last week, because of Trey Lance. Not that I think Trey Lance sucks or he's horrible, nothing like that. I just think he's inexperienced. And at some point, I thought that as good as San Francisco's defense is, and as much as they can generate a pass rush, all those things, and as accomplished as that defense has been over the last couple of years, I felt like our defense wasn't bad. We just played badly at times, you know, but it wasn't really bad. And with Iberflus, you know, his system and the way we've seen that, that system, you know, we've seen it played here in Chicago before, it's really conducive to the defense where they don't have to think as much. You know, these guys are more on the field acting and reacting. It, keep, it keeps a lot of the overthinking out of it. And we saw how well they played during the preseason. And I'm not saying that they were killing a preseason, but we saw how well they played. We saw how well they went after things, how they executed. And I felt like, you know what? Our quarterback, even though he's still developing, he has more experience. He is a bit more nuanced at the quarterbacking position. And I felt like where he's at is better than where Trey Lance is at compared to the defenses they have to face. And not only that, but last year, like I just said, we should have won that game last year. Right. Fields has played these guys before. Their defense hasn't really changed much. It's the same defensive coordinator. You know, Demeco Ryan is still the same defensive coordinator. We got a whole different way we're doing things. And as such, I felt like that first half, those struggles we had, whether offensively and a little bit defensively, more so offensively, was more like just you know you in the ring, you know you 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 throwing them jabs, trying, you know, yeah, trying to figure out, trying to figure out, trying to figure it know? out. That's it, and, and you're trying to figure yourself out more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And the weather didn't help it, you know. And Fields threw a bad interception. That was a horrible interception. Yeah. Through, and I, I'm not sure what he saw. I think people say, I don't think hey, he saw. I don't think he saw anything. <laughs> yeah. People say, you know, he, I think uh, Mike Lombardi or I can't remember the guy's name, someone national is, you know, saying that, you know, he just, he just, he just, uh, he just goes by his first read. And I'm like, no, he doesn't do that. There are times I think where he may lock on to a, a, a player sometimes, but he's not a first read guy. It's not what he does all the time. Well, the and touch, 
The touchdown pass to Pettis clearly exactly was the, exactly. was the last read. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And not only that, but he like he, he told you, he's like, he's like, I knew he was over there. It was just, you know, I was busy running for my life, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes with, with Justin, he he has a tendency to sometimes to lock in, but I think sometimes he um he holds on to the ball too long, waiting yeah. for that second or third guy to get open. You know, because he knows the first guy's not there. He's kind of waiting for the next person. And it's, you know, I, and that's part of playing the game. And I think you saw, we saw how he got more comfortable, like you said, B, and how he got more comfortable, how he's like, you know what, I got to be me. But then as you saw him be him, you saw him be more comfortable on the field. And as he was more comfortable in the field, he was able to allow himself to be a better Justin on the field. Mm-hmm. And that confidence grew. And the second pass of Economius, I mean, granted, and this is where you said you mentioned one word. I was like, yes, you got to remember that word, sink. The, the, the offensive coordinator synced up with where Brandon, I mean, with where Justin was mentally and effectively on the field, how he could execute. It's like, you know what? This is what my guy's doing. We can do this to help him do, do it better on the field. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And we didn't see that last year. If yeah. anything, you know, uh, Nagy was out of sync with everybody. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you calling that play? Like, that is not helping. How are you – how can you not see that the the, the T.J. Watt is on that side and you're going to roll to the side that T.J. Watt is and you don't even have a person over there blocking? Like, mm-hmm. that's not being in sync with what's happening on the field. It's like Nagy is like, no, in his head, he's too, so stubborn. He's like, this is the game plan. This is what I want to do. I want to use this play now. Uh, no, dude, that play's not going to work now because of what's happening on the field. Are you not paying attention? How many times we'd be like, dude, like, are you? Do you not see what's happening on the field? Yeah. And last night or or Sunday, excuse me, Sunday afternoon, we saw it was like, okay, they're making adjustments. They're seeing what's happening on the field. They're seeing what my quarterback's doing better. They're seeing how this play. They're seeing what the defense is doing. How the defense is coming after them. Okay. So when that's that second that second touchdown pass he threw, I remember watching. I said, I said, man, dude, if this is a play action play right here, this is a play action pass right here, they're gonna get him. And as soon as I saw he didn't hand it off, I said, before he even threw the ball, I was like, he got him. <laughs> he got him. Like, because they bit, they were like, ah, ah, like a dog on a bone. Like, ah, ah. They, uh, they bit so hard. It was just like this, it was so it's almost too easy. It's like, dude, don't don't and Justin threw it like I can't fuck this pass up. <laughs> You know, I got to make sure. It almost like he guided it there. He's like, I just don't want to overthrow or anything like that. And you saw the team's confidence grow within themselves. And it even reflected itself defensively because now your guy. Eddie Jackson. Your guy who you've been down on for like since I met you. Yeah. Eddie Jackson became Eddie Jackson again. He's back in his he back in that same position that, same you know, that you mentioned with drafting Brisker. Mm-hmm. put him back to where he was when we had Amos. And so yep. and we saw it. He got he trucked. Him. He did get trucked. Yeah, he did get trucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll get trucked again if he tries to make a tackle like that. <laughs> but he stuck his nose in but, there. <laughs> but, he was, but he was the Eddie Jackson of old. Right. And almost had two picks. Almost had two yeah. picks. So, so, yeah, man, it was great to see. And then what I thought with, with – um, with Trey Lance, it's like, yeah, dude, like, like if Trey, if Trey was on his money, 
they probably could have blown the Bears out in the first half. If yep. he missed that guy he wide missed the open, tight end wide open. Wide, wide open. He missed him by like 10 yards almost, you know. So I'm like, yeah, we still got a chance because he ain't ready yet. And he's not, you know. Yeah, I think he'll be good. You know, I think he, I think he'll be fine. Just, you know, we got San Francisco at the right time. At the yeah. right time. We don't play. We didn't get them in November. And and that's and that's the thing. Like you said, the, with the what made me so happy watching the game is the way the play calling catered to Justin being in a groove. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, that's what I was so amped about. I'm like, man, it's like they calling the right play after the right play after the right. Like that was never the case. Like <laughs> I was like. I was sitting there in like disbelief, like, wait, how is everything just now just going right? Every every single thing is going good now, like except for Santos missing the extra points. But, right. but I know I, I can't fault him for that, man. <laughs> they they let him use a towel over his head after that. <laughs> but hey, look, look. He got a great excuse because the kicking over the weekend, oh my god, throughout the league, was well, horrendous. At least he was. In, he, in that's why weather. I say he got an excuse that these other kickers <laughs> the rest of these guys, yeah, the uh, like, Cincinnati's kicker. What what man. was that? Well, no, uh, it's actually he has an excuse too because the long snapper got hurt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it was he, messed he up bad. That's laces. right. It was a bad kick. snap, and he had the yep. laces, laces, and he had the laces there in yeah. front of him. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but if I can right quick to your point with everything syncing up and not paying attention, even the substitution like Montgomery, they stuck with Herbert on that drive, man. Mm-hmm. And he it was made rolling. a difference, right? Because in rolling. that wet, because in that weather, him being more of a north south runner was better than Montgomery, who's more east west, trying to get make those cuts on that field. He wasn't getting the the push off that he normally does. You, you know, what you saying? would think looking at them, it would be the opposite though. You would think, but Montgomery, Montgomery doesn't always. After he doesn't, he doesn't hit it. He doesn't hit it right away. Not always. That's, that's always been my issue with him. When it, you have a time where he hit it right away and he bursts for a big game, and it's like, dude, why don't you do that more? Like, but because you're not probably not comfortable with the blockings at times. You know, sometimes when you over, when you got to overcompensate, like like Barry Sanders. I'm not saying he's Barry Sanders. Please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. (laughs) But like Barry, how many times does Barry lose three, four yards, jitterbugging in the back? Because he he doesn't really trust how well his offensive line is blocking. And then he's like, you know, then he turns into Barry Sanders and, you know, he'll run for 20 yards. Yeah. You know, if if it wasn't for those two 75-yard runs by Barry, we (laughs) we would have been all right. (laughs) But but Montgomery's no Barry, you know what I'm saying? So unlike Barry, he can't make up for it because he don't have that burst and that speed. But but Herbert mm-hmm. was the right person towards the that latter part of the game. And that's the guy you needed because of how he was hitting the hole and kind of his you know downhill running approach. It worked in that weather. And that's a, another thing that the other other uh regime would do. They would, you know, how many times we see Jordan Howard going, especially even in the first year, we see Jordan Howard going. All of a sudden, they take him out because they want to pass the ball. It's like, dude, he was getting six yards a hit. Like, why did you take him out? It wouldn't make sense. Everything, at least last week, everything seemed to make sense, especially the more the game wore on about how they were doing what they were doing, how they were implementing plays and executing those plays. 
What do you guys think about the offensive line? Their play. I wasn't pissed because it's going to take some time for them to jail because this is the first time they're all really playing together. And some of these guys are playing in positions they haven't normally played in. And they were playing against a really good front seven, mm-hmm. you know, particularly the front four, you know, but the, the, the front seven overall. And and they had to do it, you know, in inclement weather with a quarterback who was trying. I mean, there was a lot of like figuring things out. And I thought that they did a good job staying the course. And again, Luke gets the understanding and, and, you know, starting to understand what my guys can and can't do. And I don't mm-hmm. think they were asked to do anything that they couldn't do as the game wore on because they began to figure out what they were able to do best, especially in, in those conditions. And you hit it right on the head. They wasn't asked to do anything that they couldn't do. And I think that's the biggest key to take from the coaching staff this weekend. Mm-hmm. They didn't go beyond the team's talents. Like, kept it. Like, some. I was watching one of the shows, and they said the Bears played, like, on the defensive side. They, like, they played the most vanilla defense you can play. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Shanahan's offense – has always struggled against defenses that just stay disciplined <laughs> and and don't and don't get to trying to be too fancy. Just stay disciplined and play the zone. Because I I was tripped out when I saw the initial lineup and I saw four D linemen, two linebackers, and all like what five corn. I'm like, whoa, what what the hell? Are we run ahead <laughs> four two. <laughs> Four two five, like I never seen that, but but I'm like, and then when they when I was watching the shows and they explained it, it was like because you don't want to be forced to be in man versus a Kyle Shanahan's offense. His offense caters to a zone defense, like and so and it worked. But like even with the offensive line, I felt like they got, I felt everybody got better as the game went. Like, yeah, right. I, I really do. Like early on, it was like guys was getting through so fast at fields and he was trying to either get out and do something. And then it was like, once we got in that groove, it was like, it was nobody getting to him. Like after he did the spin out, maybe him doing the spin out and getting the ball of Pettis like he did, maybe put the defense on their heels. Sometimes that does that a little bit. Now they're like, okay, we got to be more disciplined in our rush. We can't just go and he do that to us again, but hey, that helps your O line. They, they like, I was, I was impressed <laughs> as the game waned. Like I say, like GM said to start the game, I was definitely worried. <laughs> but as the game went, I felt like I I got a better understanding that the coaching staff was probably just trying to gauge what they can and cannot do. And once they found something that worked, they built they built off that. Mm-hmm. They didn't go against what was working to try to implement what they wanted to see. They they continued to just build off what was working, and and we saw the result. You know, we saw the result. At the end of the day, we talk about Trey Lance and not being experienced. That's definitely the truth, mm-hmm. but. 
the 49ers, even without George Kittle, still has far more talent on oh. that on that football team than what we have. Oh, absolutely. You know, and so that's why, you know, I watch all the shows and they talk about it wasn't, you know, you had the ones who against Trey Lance. They like, no, he should have still, he should, Jimmy G, Jimmy G. And then you had the ones that's formed. He was in the monsoon. You know, (laughs) hey, look, Justin Fields was in it too. Mm -hmm. And he's on what 90% of the world has claimed to be the worst football team in, in the National Football League. Exactly. And we made the adjustments in the conditions and won the game. So, after, hey. After spotting them 10 points. After spotting them 10 points. I mean, think about that. They Bears can't, they didn't score in, in the second half. I mean, the Bears came back from behind, man. I I said when uh, when the Niners went up 10 nothing at that point with the way the weather was, I was like, that, that's the ball game right there. Mm. There's, no way, there's think- no way the Bears are going to be able to score 10 points. I didn't think it was over. In this weather. I, because I, I, thought it, I thought it was over. Because I, because I felt like they should have been up 20 to nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact yeah. that they were only up 10, Kept I was 10. like, man, we still got a chance in this thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we got the we got the break. And it was, it was like over with at that point. <laughs> it was it was crazy how it, was, it felt like the, the skies opened up. And it got clear for every Bears possession. And then we got the lead. And then <laughs> the downpour came <laughs> at the right time to make sure San Francisco, San Francisco couldn't, couldn't take the lead back from us. It was just it just really it just really felt like the football gods was with us. Oh, absolutely. For once. <laughs> absolutely. I had never met, I had never seen that much. That type of rain. It was like, oh sure, you remember was, Green Bay Monday night? They were tying the uh, jersey. Oh uh, yeah, that was one. Yeah, ninety four. Yeah, yeah, that was we, one. We, we, but so that was more. That was more wind. That was more a crazy wind. Remember? Uh, that sounds even worse. That it was bad. Remember, <laughs> that was, Chris, that's a lot of rain too, though. Chris Chris Gardaki had a uh, had a nine yard punt. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> like the ball. I mean, he he man. Boom! This ball was it Gardaki or was it uh, Sarbron? Sarbron. It may have been Sarbron. No, no, no it was Gardaki. It was Gardaki. Yeah, Sarbron came in '95. Yeah, yeah. That was Wanstat. Oh, oh. the both. Okay, where was that? Was, that was Wanstat. It was Gardaki. It was definitely Gardaki. Gardaki. You know what I'm saying? Routine kick, routine punt. The the ball went up in the air, and then it the wind down. took it, and it just stopped it. It came straight down. <laughs> Nine yard punt. Yeah, that was that was a crazy one. No, but it, but the rain that wasn't like you know coming down in buckets like that. It was a constant rain. Right, right. You but know, but the this wind. was yeah. This was a straight rain. This was just straight buckets of rain coming down. I had never seen anything like that. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine playing. I was I was uh, I watched the game with uh, a couple of my my, my former teammates. And uh, yeah, we were trying to we were trying to think of have we ever been in anything in a situation like I can't. I played in the rain before. I played in a storm before, but never mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I can't imagine like can you even see? Right, right. Well, uh, uh, with that, but it, that was man. It like you said, smoke. It came at the right time, and the, the, the football <laughs> gods were with us after after that uh, 
uh, that that uh, the St. Brown touchdown to put us up 19, mm-hmm. 19 10. No doubt about it. Um, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I, overall, I look, you know, a lot of times when you hear them say, you know, there's an organizational loss or organizational win. This was definitely an organizational win from the coaching staff down to the equipment guy <laughs> because of the weather, you know. And I think the reason why it was able to be to be that was is because of one word, discipline. Mm-hmm. Coaches were disciplined, the players were disciplined, and that 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 commitment to being disciplined, you know, it's like like a follow through on a free throw shot. Hey man, follow through. You know, sometimes it, you know, it looks like it may bounce around the rim, but it's going to fall in because your follow through, you know, help help extend it enough to where you know things happen the way, you know, the, the end result is where you want to be, and that follow through got you to that point. And that's what I thought the Bears did. I think they followed through on everything that the coaches staff has been preaching since before OTAs, during OTAs, and even afterwards into preseason to now. You know, and that's what got them through. And I think, if anything, that's what's going to get them through this entire season with a positive outlook going forward. Now, I don't expect the Bears to go 12 and 5 or 10 and 7. And even if it's a solid 6 and 11 or 7 and 10, I think it'll be one of those types of, of seasons or records where, just like how the Lions, you can see the Lions building on something last year you'll see us, you know, you'll start to see that. And we, yeah, we saw that. That's what we've been saying this whole evening is that we're seeing, we're seeing something and that something yeah. seems to be positive and, and something we can, we can build upon. We're seeing, you know, the layers, the foundation being laid as before everything was put on top and it's like a house of cards and it fell on us over the last mm-hmm. couple of years here. We're seeing a foundation <laughs> being laid. Yep. That's the truth. We glad the foundation for the league to notice that we got a hundred million cap space to spend in the next year too. <laughs> so, so get y'all, get y'all beatings in now. Yeah. We, cause we figure it out and get some weapons in here. Oh man. What did y'all, what did y'all think of the, uh, the victory formation slip and slide? Oh, that was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Classic. Loved it. Uh, something will go down uh, and bears uh, visual lore, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in all the, the, you know, going forward, it's going to be in everybody's like little uh, montage. <laughs> I think that's, that's it's uh, signs of a leader mm-hmm. in, in, in your quarterback there. You know, if, if you got some guy that, you know, nobody is, is, is looking to um, as, the, as the top dog. There's Jay no Cullen way. They, wouldn't have did. No way. No way. They follow. Were they not? They wouldn't follow Jay right. to go do that. You know, Jay wouldn't have did it. Yeah, true that. <laughs> true that. That I think that that's that that says a a lot about uh, about Justin Fields. So uh, so yeah, that that excited me uh, mm-hmm. a little bit there. Um, and then did you guys see the uh, um, him giving the game balls? Yeah, to uh, Eberflus and Pace. And to, I mean, and to, Poles. Uh, Poles. Yeah, don't Poles, go wrong. Wrong Ryan, man. Not Pace. Poles. Wrong Ryan. Yeah, so in the <laughs> locker room after Poles, the game, he gave yeah. uh, he gave the game balls for the first win to uh, to Eberflus and and the Poles. So it was, and then broke broke the locker room down. So it was it was it was a good it was a good look. So the, what Roquan said about that? 
Oh, real quick. I, well, I don't know what he said about. It. I don't know. I I know I saw the. He was uh, he was pumped. He was pumped up though. Like the, the okay. he was mic'd up. I think in the game. Yeah, yeah. Was, and they showed it on Instagram, and he was just talking about man. He like man, this is like as a kid. You like he he was just enjoying playing. <laughs> he was fired. Yeah, he was fired up, was, man. He was he was fired was up playing that game, man. So I guess nah, the uh, he's not worried about the contract. At least well, wait during game time, he wasn't worried. Yeah, about he contract. wasn't worried about contract. <laughs> one last take. One last. Go for it. Go for it. Thing from the game, I could say we got the right guy out of Green Bay versus who Denver got. I ended that. Well, he can you know- move on. Let's talk about that real quick, real, yeah. real quick, real quick. Just the the we're talking about the Seattle Denver game, right? Fourth and Vegas, five. Vegas made the call. I ain't even gonna blame Hackett. Vegas made the call. Everybody know. <laughs> Don't nobody want to speak on it. Everybody want to. There's no re at the, in, at that moment. Vegas made still, the call. You still had timeouts. Three, all of them. Vegas made would, the call. That's the only you, explanation. I can't. <laughs> Captain conspiracy. I can't. Here. I can't that's, even argue because man, that, that's, that's that doesn't the, make sense. That's the man. I'm watching the game. I'm like, what are you doing? Just letting the time run, and then they call the timeout. I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen now? You got two timeouts with 20 seconds left. Okay. Ooh. Vegas then he comes out call. to try to kick a eighty-yard field goal. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas didn't make that call because even if they kicked the field goal, if you had you, they had, that game was already lost. But the fact that the Broncos were going to win by seven or more, so I, you know, where did that field goal one go? Affect nothing for Vegas. But to your point, or when you, we said you got the right guy out of Green Bay, maybe to be now, if Hackett was just the offensive coordinator, it doesn't have to make that that call about go for it or not, we might still be in a decent spot because keep in mind, yeah, Denver should have beat the crap out of them. They the dude fumbled the ball. Maybe you want to talk about Twice. conspiracy, talk about the Twice. fumbles, man. Two yeah. fumbles, two fumbles, two fumbles on the goal line. Yeah, that's that inside the five. That's crazy. So, you know, because even if they don't fumble, you come away with two field goals, yeah, or at least one field goal, even if you tried to go for it, it couldn't make it. So that the, the play calling. You know, was a little conservative, but again, you're feeling things out. But they could have, should have won that game in the fourth. They definitely should have. I agree. That just was that just was wild to see that that's what they resorted to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move. Let's get on to Green Bay here. Um, for the second year in a row, (laughs) they get demolished in in week one. Uh, they lost 35-3 to the Saints last year. This year they lose, what was it, 20, 23-7. 23-7. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the Vikings. Uh, the offense looked lackluster in both games. Mm-hmm. Can we expect that in, in, in week two here? No, not at all. I would say no, but I would say what happened week two last year is less likely to happen this year. From Green Bay. Because they don't have Devontae. Because they don't have Devontae and they're without Batiari and another Ed, 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 uh Edgerton, Ed, Ed, yeah. I think. Yeah. Elton yeah. Tennant, something like that, his last name, right? And they might be right. without uh, uh, uh might be without uh, 
Well, the interior lineman too. Uh, Run Runyon, I think, right? John Runyon is the uh, concussion protocol. Oh man! So so that so that might. Is he John? Is he John Runyon's son from from the Eagles? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a relation. Yeah, either son or or nephew or something like that. But he's definitely his family. Okay. Now I'm not saying we win, but because they came out the next week and I think they played Detroit the next week last year and beat them like. 35 nothing or something like that. I don't see that. I if, if they beat us, it'll be a hard fought victory, I believe. Yes. Because they is just they have a lot of issues on that old line. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of issues. That's that's more of an issue than than not having Devontae Adams in my eyes. Like that that old line issue is is big, is huge. And so I I give us a slim chance. I would, if they had the O line and Devontae Adams, I'd say you know what, uh, enjoy Week One. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's continue to celebrate Week One, Chicago. <laughs> but I give us a slim chance to you know possibly shock the world again. You know, I'm not saying it's a lock like I did last week. I'm not saying that at all. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers and. Aaron Rodgers' success is predicated through the Chicago Bears. I stand on that. He, he so said he like, owns us. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, only Super Bowl he got. How did he get there? <laughs> so I'm just saying. So you know, like, so I, I think the issues they have are is something to keep your eyes on because Green Bay is a team that everyone looks at. To win a division, I want to say didn't most of us uh, didn't all, did all of us pick them to win yeah. the division? Yes, I believe did. so. Yeah, you know, so like you know to see that, and if I I know for me I didn't know the issues they had with the O line, mm-hmm. so to see how last week went, putting the O line issues in in uh, perspective. I think it's a little different than what happened last year. I think last year was just a lot of the Aaron Rodgers offseason stuff, and, you know, they just wasn't ready to play week one last year. Right. This year, it's a little deeper than that. (laughs) I think it's a little deeper than that. And so I put it this way. They lose to the Bears – eyes will be open like whoa what uh, is going on in green bay green bay is gonna go nuts <laughs> if they lose this week let me ask you guys i've been i've been talking to some people and they've been uh, talking about aaron Rodgers, and they're basically blaming aaron Rodgers for the lack of talent the on the packers because he took the took the large the contract yeah took the money mm-hmm. i yeah i i want this no. I don't think that I don't think that's the right that's a uh, uh, a true statement there. Are they no. saying that because of Devontae leaving? Because because of Devontae leaving. But that's not yeah. why he left. Right, because they offered him more money than what the Raiders offered him. He left because he ain't trying to deal with Rodgers wanting to be there or not mm-hmm. wanting to be there. It wasn't about the money. Right. It was, it was about, about the fact that Rodgers is Wish he, he don't know if he's fully committed to staying. If right. if Devontae was to sign a five year deal, Rogers stayed two years. Right. Like 
what the hell? Now right. I gotta deal with Jordan Love. No, I'm good. <laughs> right. It's, it's bad enough, bad enough I'm living in Green Bay. And if I'm gonna right. live here, then I need assurances. And he wasn't yeah. getting those. It wasn't about the money because uh, yeah, like it wasn't said, about the money. Wait a minute, but Green, but Green Bay offered him more money than what the Derek Carr isn't isn't a uh a, a you know long term picture, they're be- in, but they're in, best friends. Their best friends and Derek, Derek, Derek will, Derek will, Derek will want to stay now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and if 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 Derek and Devontae, hook well, I up say that even though he's, forward, he's like been there nine did. years now, but right, and if they hook up, if <laughs> and they're best up, friends, right? If they, if Devontae getting there helps, will eventually help Derek. You know, be a better quarterback, and Derek being helped by Devontae, you know, can help the Raiders offense be better and then the, the coaching staff and administration will be more inclined to want to keep Carr because of Devonta. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like one the, they, they build on each other and they, they kind of complement each other's situations and decisions going forward. Whereas here in Green Bay, Aaron was all about Aaron. And it's clearly Aaron's about Aaron. Like you like does he is he even interested in playing football like he was, yeah. you know, several, you know, five, seven, ten years ago. And, and to and to that point, to me, Aaron is showing he he doesn't care as much because he wasn't there. Like, dude, like you know, Devontae's gone. You know, you got a, a room full of young guys. Why are you not there practicing with them? And yes, they dropped the ball. No, 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 you know, no doubt. Like, you know, Christian Watson should have been, you know, should, should still be running for a touchdown. Okay, he dropped the and Aaron can't catch it for him. Although the you, ball was right there. I was glad you, he dropped. It. Did you see the the glance at the sideline? After after it happened, I was I was glad. Like, Yo, look, I was glad it happened because this, this, this is the talent y'all giving me. I got Christian Watson on my fantasy team. He was on the bench, so I was like, okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> good, you ain't you ain't you ain't because Dylan killed me. He was on my bench too. Oh wow, he had twenty points. So, but but, but, but that's the thing, dude. Yeah. It's like it's like you know. That it was a repeat, like you said, like last year. Aaron didn't show up. You out of sync. And you look at most mm-hmm. of the teams that lost Week One. A lot of those teams were the, the veteran type teams where the players did not play in the preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, even the, the last uh, the Monday night game, we saw that. You know, Russell didn't play a lot in the preseason. Mm-hmm. So it, it and that's they play at all, right? Yeah, I don't think he played at all. That's a new team. New yeah, it's a new team, new players. You know, so. So yeah, man, it makes a difference. Now I am—I'm not as concerned about Green Bay's offense next week, although I can clearly see them focusing more on the run and probably passing more to the backs out in the backfield and all that kind of stuff. I'm more concerned about the defense. The defense played yes. so bad against Minnesota. I think the defense is going—the the talent there. They're gonna clean it up. Yeah, Justin and- Jefferson just scored another touchdown. <laughs> they they can't allow they can't allow Zadarius Smith to look like such a big loss. <laughs> well, because he he gave he was on Aaron Rodgers' ass. Yeah, that was personal. You know, I know. Saying? Yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that that was personal. That that defense is still still top. I still think top three talent wise, and they'll get it together. And they the Bears' offense is not Let's going hope. to be. It's not going to be as sophisticated as Minnesota's. Can be. I'm not saying Minnesota's. I'm not saying Minnesota. Minnesota's at a different level than where we are right. That's now. a new. That's a new system for them too, though, right? Minnesota, Understood. Yeah. But they, those guys have played with each other longer. You see what I'm saying? 
you know, Thielen. It's, it's insane that Justin Jefferson was able to get that. Like, yeah. you remember I used to talk about this all the time. How do <laughs> certain so wide, guys wide, wide get, like, how, how you going into that game knowing Justin Jefferson is the guy. If anything, he shouldn't be the guy getting wide open. That's how Devontae Adams used to be against us. Like, how is he getting wide open? I can see if it was somebody else killing us because we got all our attention on the man Adams or let's, Jeff, like let's, Justin. Let's Jefferson keep him a secret. Wide open. He single handedly won my fantasy game for me this week. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, keep on rolling, Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's but, gonna get he's gonna still go crazy for you. Where I think we got a puncher's chance next week, uh in a few few areas. One, um, Green Bay is still trying to figure things out offensively. So that gives us a bit of a chance for our defense to do what it does. And historically, um Aaron has he's not been as dominant in this type of disciplined defense. Kind of like what you're saying before, a disciplined defense tends to give you know, the 49ers, you know, problems at times. Same thing with Aaron. You think about even when Lovey was here and the Bears are playing, you know, their, their cover two schemes and everything, it's not like it's the most complicated defense to figure out, but it's a disciplined defense. And that discipline, you know, will lead to sometimes a player being impatient or not making a lot of mistakes, making you have to earn every single yard. And that makes it a little bit difficult. And I think, Eberflus, you're going to see that. So I think that's going to play into our, our – our, our, our favor because Green Bay is still struggling so much on offense. So that part, I think, gives us a puncher's chance. The other thing is, it's supposed to rain. <laughs> it's supposed to rain Sunday in Green Bay, uh, probably most of the day. And if anybody's proven that they are, are, are you know, hey, can play that, in that kind of weather, hey. the Bears have shown yeah. that they can play in that we kind go, of weather. We go two and on the rain. Come on, every <laughs> week. Every, every we week. need it. <laughs> You know, and, and that's what's crazy about the NFL is that you can go into a season, everybody can have their predictions, blah, mm. blah, this, blah, that. It's like you don't know until the game is being played as it's being played. There's so many factors. Here's the other thing. Aaron got beat up by Minnesota. He felt some of that. Like, there's a couple of blows where it's just like, man, you might want to just sit him out because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's one more blow away from being, from being out for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to put it past the Bears with their pass rush and their disciplined pass rush to get at him. He take a couple of hits. I mean, we've seen Aaron Rodgers get knocked out of a Bears game. Okay. Back, but yeah. we, but, no, not, not even that one prior oh. to we've seen, we've seen him get knocked out before where he didn't come back. Like when, um, I forget the guy. Dave McClellan. Dave McClellan. Yeah. The clavicle, right. Or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So and I'm not wishing for him to get hurt. I'm not saying that at all. I am. <laughs> no you know what i don't want him to get hurt like that. i want to beat him when he's healthy i yeah. want that little arrogant motherfucker to take a beating from us and know it and be in the game the whole time and can't come out of it that's what i want because you know it's like look dude your shit stinks just like everybody else's stop mm-hmm. feeling yourself so much so that you think you you know whatever you think you are and you, whatever zen state of you know meism you're you're dealing with and realize you know, you have a team and you as a leader should be part of that team, not apart from that team. Yeah. 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 I I can see the defense probably doing it. Shit, we saw Roquan. I, I thought he got I thought I thought Lance might have been 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 knocked up like, broke up a little bit. He huh? he he got him. <laughs> so shoot. Hey, let's see, man. Yeah. Let's see. I 
We got a chance in my eyes. We got a chance. We got a punch of chance. They're, they're defensive. If we if we lose the game, should we lose the game? It'll be because Green Bay's defense won it. It won't be because Aaron dogged us or did some shit where he'd be like, "I own you." It won't be. It won't be that kind of thing. It won't be that kind of party. It'll be because the defense, you know, forced turnovers. Defense, you know, kept us, you know, on the other side of the fifty. Yeah, we couldn't get in field goal range. That kind of stuff. You know, it just. It'll be a defensive-led victory for the Packers if they do beat us. All right, let's leave it there. We'll come back for uh, for some picks later on. Uh, you guys want to go to college football? Uh, yeah, we can go. I we'll mean, do that. All right, let's do that. Let's talk about just some of the the major upsets. The wildness. And what 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 the hell was going on in college football last Saturday? <laughs> and by the way, um I I I put a little parlay together on Saturday college football. It was a uh nine team. Uh you had to lose. Plus 26,000. <laughs> you had oh to lose. God. All right. Yeah, because they still talk. If you had nine teams, you had to have one of them upsets. And uh, you had nine, to. Nine he, teams. He wouldn't be talking to us if he won. Right. <laughs> he, he'd be at. He'd be he, at had, he had Notre Dame over Marshall. He I, had to. You're, you are correct. I, I, I'm not <laughs> even going to say up. he had. Let me, let me pull it up right over. here. Over over Texas. Let me pull it up right here. I did not have. App I'm State. gonna say he let that one because App, I, App I has shown that. that they can do some right. crazy shit. But I knew he had that Marshall that Notre Dame being Marshall. All right, here's he what. I, here's <laughs> I, I of the nine games. All right, I hit on three. I had oh, shit. Uh, you only hit on three. I hit on three <laughs> of the nine. One third, right. huh? Shit. Hey, baseball, you're Hall of Famer. I had Iowa. I had I had Iowa State over Iowa. I that's had a, that's uh, the wins. That's the win. wins. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> I had uh, James Madison giving up forty one and a half to Norfolk State. Got okay. that one. Okay, yeah, that's a hard one. Who would have picked that one? And I had North Dakota State giving giving up thirty five to uh, North Carolina A and T. All right, but here are my losses. All right. Notre Dame. <laughs> I had them minus 20 and a half to Marshall. Hey. Wow. <laughs> uh, Tennessee no. State held up well against Jackson State. I had Jackson State minus 16. Yeah, lost that one. They won by 15, right? You're right. They won by 15. Well, they won by uh they won by no, it was 16-3. Yeah, 16-3. And I had Nebraska. Oops. <laughs> Over Georgia Southern. Hey, didn't we say they wasn't gonna fire their coach during the season? <laughs> we, were, we were wrong about that, wasn't we? <laughs> hey, get this. Wait, I had Nebraska just on the money line. All they had to do was win. Wow. <laughs> At home. At home. <laughs> against against Georgia, Georgia State. Or Georgia Southern. No, Georgia it's Southern. Georgia Southern. Yeah. It wasn't even Georgia yeah. State. It was Georgia Southern. Against Georgia Southern. <laughs> I am officially a jinx. All right. <laughs> it, it, oh, you you can't explain fired. that. You got that man fired. Got Scott yeah. got, got the legend in Nebraska fired. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right quick with that Nebraska thing. It, it's such a bad fire because I think they had until like October and they wouldn't have to have paid him more money. Yeah. It was like, you know, they're said, like, damn that. They said, F that, man. <laughs> got we to go. go. 
<laughs> we can't. It, it, it hurts us more to keep you than to pay you. Peace out. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, I tell man, I tell you how much money is coming into yeah. uh, that program at this point, man. Where they can afford to just college football. Period. Let him go for fifteen million dollars. Wow. Did you see what? Uh, what was the coach from LSU before? Oh, Ed Orgeron. Did you see his interview? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said go give him 17 million. He said he said hey, what, what time door, what door you want me to leave out of? What door do you want me to leave out of? <laughs> like, wow. like, man, yeah, that's that's throwing money at these guys. That's 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 amazing to me. But uh but yeah, the Mar the Marshall thing. I by the way, uh Marshall's head coach is a uh is a Hampton Pirate, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Nice. All winners, all winners from uh, from the real HU, but that that shouldn't happen. Notre Dame should not lose to Marshall at home. Yeah, that guy. That can't. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually worried about Marcus Freeman. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's on the hot seats. I'm really worried about him out there. Um, uh, I, I started to jump back on the Notre Dame bandwagon with him as coach. Uh, I might be jumping off. He might get fired midseason too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he he, he won a game. Seat. He hasn't won a he game. He hasn't won a game yet. Yeah. He played Ohio game. State well. Well, he hasn't. He, well, 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 <laughs> it wasn't good enough. <laughs> Let the spirit tell you that it wasn't good enough, man, because uh, he didn't win a bowl game and he went against Ohio State and he wasn't expected to. But that loss at home, ooh, the Marshall? Are you kidding me? I was and- wanting to fire him. Like you got to go, man. You messed up recruiting right there. Yeah, you, me, you just you just lost a whole bunch of recruits like that. You think so? Uh, look, if I'm a young dude, yeah, because the recruits gonna be like, are you gonna be there when I get there? <laughs> True that. Yeah, yeah can't argue dude. that one. Yes, that's up. That was a bad, bad, bad. It'd be different if you had a season underneath your belt and you had an oopsie. You know, it happens. But you ain't one. You own three. And you lost at home to them? One, two. Oh, you say I want We're going no. back to the bowl game. Head, head bowl game. He hasn't won a game as, a head, as an acting head coach. He is as the one Zippo. And it's like yeah. the losses are getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not getting better. And you might you might lose yeah, the players. Tough. All the players that vouch for you might lose them before before the holidays. That's tough. You had you had that game. You had Appalachian State over Texas A&M. Let me now ask that, you this: That one, I can't. That I can't believe. I, I, well, number actually, one recruiting class. Stop, stop, State's got a. They got a little program in, they, well, out, out I, there in Carolina, I, man. I, you know what? I have to take that back because they played North Carolina really well. They probably should have won that game, and we have seen them upset Michigan in Michigan years gone by. And it has, like you said, it's been one of those small programs that's been solid as it's been pushing through each level. So. But it's 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 in it's where it was. It, it was who it was. I mean, A and M was supposed to challenge it for a national championship. Right, our course contender for a national championship. A and M, like you said, has a, one of the top recruiting classes. You know, this year in the top what, ten, probably the last couple of years since Jimbo's been there. A and M this, A and M that. It's Texas. It's the twelfth man. It's College Station. It's who beat you where? 
I mean, if it was in a neutral site, okay, you know, but Appalachian State, and you would figure Appalachian State coming off of a loss like that against North Carolina would be expended. Demoralized. All, well, no, not, not demoralized, but they expended all those entities. Like, man, we were so close, but, you know, like they would be beat up because, you know, they played a, a bigger team and they, 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 they went to the mat and, you know, no, it was like, they were like, damn that. And think about it. That, that's, that was like a 60 something, it was 62 to 61 game. Yeah, you, you come in and you win a close. It's not even a shootout. You win a close game against A and M in A and M. That's that. That was a crazy. I mean, you know, Nebraska losing. Okay, they've been sucking for a while. They seem like they're lost. Okay, I, I get that. You know, Notre Dame. Do they want a game yet? They're struggling. They don't. You know, maybe they don't know who they are. A and M. Like we know who we are, and you know they were talking bad shit. And now they can't say anything. That's a bad loss, dude. Very bad. Let me do you. When you think of Appalachian State now, <clears throat> excuse me, do you think of the Michigan win or the Texas A&M win first? Well, if you're my age, you're still thinking of Michigan win. <laughs> if you're a young man today, thinking about what school you want to go to, Appalachian State makes me raise my eyebrow. Like if I don't get a big time scholarship, North Dakota State makes me raise my eyebrow. Like, well, you know, you know, you guys seem like you know, like you know what you're doing, <laughs> you know, but. I think it all depends on your generationally speaking to answer your question. I think if it's if I'm a younger person, I think of Texas AM. If I'm my age, I'm thinking I still because that's yeah. the first time you saw it. It's like, man, dude, like that that was that was David throwing a rock at Goliath, <laughs> you know, and, and it yeah. hit. You know, that that was that's Michigan. I mean, as much as I was saying AM, it's like, you know, Michigan has more cachet as a blue blood than Texas AM does. That's Michigan in, um, in Michigan. I, I asked that because all the Michigan Wolverine fans out there want us to forget about the Appalachian State yeah, upset happening. now. Not, not, <laughs> not while there's breath left in my bones. <laughs> never forget. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. Right. That's right. Uh, who else is that? Well, wasn't well, upset, but you, you had know, a close up. You had a close... the Texas, Texas, Alabama. And some bullshit calls. Oh, too. man. Dude, talk about. Y'all, I know, but you know what, bro? I was at, we were watching that game at work, and I was like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Texas is going to come real close to winning. And somehow, Alabama's going to find a way to win by a field goal or less. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what freaking happened. Like, Auburn had Alabama on the ropes just like that last year. Just like that. Let it slip through their fingers, you know? And we saw it again, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Bryce Young in terms of like NFL wise, where I'm like, I'm like, man, he's going, he's going to clown NFL. But when it comes to leadership and a guy who has a knack for winning and pulling like a Houdini to get a victory, pulling, pulling a, a win out of the, the, the jaws, the feet or whatever, that dude, that young man at the collegiate level can definitely get it done. I agree. Hey, let's move on to uh whoa, whoa really? We just gonna walk by Tennessee Volunteers winning. Yes. Come on, man. That oh, was supposed to happen. You sure you want us to talk about that? That was your you you lost that in yeah, one of your picks, right? Uh yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking at it from a very myopic thing. Now, most people don't realize I also had a bet with one coach Dave Wanstead, former head coach of Chicago Bears, because he is a pit panther through and through. So he went to school, he blocked for Tony Dorsett. <laughs> For those of you who may not know, he was an offensive lineman for the Pitt Panthers back in the late 70s on the national championship team. 
that featured Tony Dorsett and Coach Wastad also. He was a lineman. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was old Draft, drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Drafted by the Packers, no less. Wow, yeah. who knew? And 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 Coach Wastad knows I'm a volunteer, and he he was talking mad noise last year when they won. So I was like, well, hey, Coach, you know, put your money where your mouth is. She's like, all right, all right you want to make a bet? You want to make a bet? All right. So we we made a gentleman's bet. <laughs> I don't. He he actually does talk like that. He does. That's his real voice. <laughs> we made a gentleman's bet, and I'll tell you this: coaches and managers' word. Thanks for paying up, coach. I'm going to enjoy my 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 bottle of bourbon. Appreciate that. So I'm just saying, but but uh, you know, I thought my volunteers they 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 survive. Oh, that's what I want to say. That leads into Kentucky beating the crap out of. Uh, Florida. Florida. That was another one of those. Is that an upset? Major, not a major, not a major upset, but they weren't supposed to win in Florida. Florida is supposed to be, you know, Florida was higher ranked and it was in Florida. And this is the first time, I think since late seventies, mid late seventies that Kentucky has won back-to-back games against Florida. So the, a lot of things were pointing historically to Florida winning that game and maybe mm-hmm. outlasting Kentucky, but it went the other way around. That program has been moving on up the last, last few years here. They have been. They really yeah. have been. Yeah. So that's uh, that's good stuff. Congratulations, by the way, on the. Thank you. That's all I wanted. On just, the big man. Just, just want a little pat we'll on the back, that. man. A little rub on <laughs> We'll give you that. Wait, we'll, no... we'll discuss. We'll discuss your pick later on yeah. from last week. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, hey, you know. let's talk some uh, talk some baseball real quick before we get out of here. Um, Aaron Judge. Is up to 57 home runs now. Uh, he is on pace to get to 65 right now. On pace for 65 this season. Of course, he does play in a little Cracker Jack ballpark Thank that you. is Yankee Stadium. So he may get more than that. Hey, hey, hey. Relax. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Lollipop. I'm just saying. But he was quoted as saying this week. They asked him about you know the, the home run chase here. And he has the opportunity to uh, to pass Roger Maris for the American League um, home run crown, which is 61 that Maris set in 61. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess he was asked the question of, you know, who who he thinks the single season home run king is. And he said, without a doubt, it's Barry Bonds, no matter what, you know, the allegations are um, and and, you know, the suspicions that are out there. He hit seventy three in a in a season. He's the he's the home run king. What do you got? What do you guys think about that? I think Barry was being pitched to by people who also cheated. Exactly. So judge was... judge said the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think he said the right thing. And I I, I joke about Judge with his fifty seven home runs and everything, but the man hit over three hundred. <laughs> you know, so it's not like. He's hitting 240 and he's just swinging for the fences. He he is playing a complete game as a batter uh, when he's up there, and uh, I can I can respect that. You hit over 300 and you are you know challenging for the a home run historical home run record of sorts. Um, he, he should be the MVP, you know, hands down, um, regardless of how the, the Yankees wind up. But I think the Yankees will wind up in the playoffs. But but yeah, man, I think it's impressive, dude. It's I, I mean, he, he's really the only cat kind of doing it. You know, he's kind of putting that distance between him and whoever's next in, in the majors altogether, regardless of American or National League. 
You know who's second, by the way? I think Schwaber, right? Yeah, Schwaber at 38. Yeah, that's 20. That's unbelievable. Wow. It's almost a 20, Just 20 home runs. 19 home runs more. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. That's I, you know, we, on on the home run king question, I and the I, I was on the side of um, of eliminating the steroid guys, and the only and I'm gonna tell you guys the only reason why I thought that it was because I've all my my hands down favorite player of all time is Frank Thomas. I'm a huge Frank Thomas fan, right? And mm-hmm. going back to those days. It seemed as though, you know, everybody was in awe of Frank when he was hitting 400, I mean, not 400, 40 home <laughs> runs a year, you know, right. upper 30s, 40 home runs a year. Everybody was in awe. And then 98 came and his former teammate hit 66 out. McGuire hit 70. And then a couple <laughs> of years later, uh, Bonds goes and hits 73 while Frank was steady hitting. Right. 35, 40 home runs a year. And it was almost like they were saying, well, well what's wrong with Frank Thomas? <laughs> and now we see what, what was happening. I was like, well, you can't take those years away from, him. you know what I'm saying? He clearly, you know, as, as he always professed that he did it the right way, mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't want him, you know, getting downgraded. And once he became a first ballot hall of famer, I was like, cool, we're all good now. Let everybody in. As long as long as he got in, we're 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 good. So I think I'm on I'm on you guys' side of the argument now. But there was a time when I was was not just because of that. Hey, I mean, I get that. That's how Bonds felt though. Bonds felt as the player how you felt as the fan. Yeah, right. That's right. why he turned to it because right. he knew those bums wasn't as good as him. Sosa and <laughs> McGuire, they were bums. I don't care what nobody say. But they did what they did, made the game exciting for that year, that 98 season. And Bonds was clearly by far a better player than they were. So yeah, Bonds, Bonds was a Hall of Famer before, yeah. right, before the steroids, no doubt about it. Like, the guy was like, what, he had like 200-plus walks or something like that? Like, it was ridiculous. He was seeing like three pitches a game and hitting a home run. Like, like, still got a C-ball, hit ball at the end of the day. I get it. His the for the numbers to drastic drastically change like they did as far as home run numbers go, right? Right. Because everything else, his average, all that stuff. I'm like, what they should be complaining of what went down when he supposedly got bigger was the fact that he wasn't stealing bases anymore like he was. Maybe that's not that's people forget he's the only guy with 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases, right. Like, like so. Like the guy was phenomenal, and he and, stopped stealing and, bases. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what that's what really changed when he started hitting bombs like that. He wasn't stealing the bags anymore. Like the guy was crazy, but he hey chicks dig the long ball. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all a long ball. Y'all wasn't tripping on y'all. Ain't care for me stealing these bases. So hey. Uh, 73 is the king. 
Where do you, where do you think Judge ends up? 62. 63. 62. 62. 62 for you? Yeah. Because I think towards the end, people are going to – like the guys will be like, I don't want to be the guy that gives him 60, 62. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the one that he hits it off of. Um, well, we got, gonna we got walk. three weeks left. Yeah. That's, you still talking like five home runs and three-week span. It's going to get – I mean, things are going to get a little bit tighter, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Like three weeks, the, the, the time, the duration in terms of just, you know, the amount of games being uh, available to play, I think he has enough to get to where Smoke's saying maybe even more. But I just think because it's the end of the year and, you know, teams are fighting to get into the playoffs and, you know, this, that, and the other, I think, you know, circumstantially speaking, I think – it seems this will be a lot tight. Then on that, we don't know how he's going to feel when he gets closer to 60. You know, sometimes it gets harder to get that extra one. You know, and two the other night was huge. All, he, all he's got to do is pull the ball 315 down the line and you can stand him. <laughs> but, but, but he doesn't, does it? He doesn't do that. <laughs> Those bombs are legit bombs. <laughs> He ain't hitting out a man accident bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he stays left center to oh, right man. center. I hate those two ballparks. I'm sorry. I hate Yankee Stadium and I hate Fenway. <laughs> those are jokes of ballparks, man. I'm sorry. I can't stay. Well, well, more more so Fenway. I think Fenway yeah. is ridiculous. But they've never really had like you know a person to challenge for the home run bat. You know, I guess what a one year was the one dude. To hit 50 that one year when he playing with the Boston at that time. Yeah, center fielder. That Who was that? The center fielder back when the, the juicing started up real big. Uh, he was a center fielder. Smoke should know. Was, 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 he, with, was he with Boston or was he with the, with the Indians? Shit. Wait, you talking about Brady hit. Anderson? Yeah, Brady Anderson. No, he was in, he was in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Oh, okay. oh, I was about to say, the only person in Boston, Boston. I know hit bombs. Many yeah, I can't remember. And- I think Mo Mo Vaughn says, had, a, and Mo I was gonna Vaughn say Mo Vaughn, but he's yeah. a first baseman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, they, I mean, that's like, but maybe they, they topped around fifty, but they never really were, you know, gonna win the home run title. Though. Yeah, but no, I'm I mean, pulling. I, I, real talk, I'm I'm pulling for Aaron Judge. I I, I would I would like to see uh, the sixty one broken in the American League. We have we haven't seen that yet. I want to touch on another thing, though. Go for it. With Judge. And you brought up MVP earlier, GM. Mm-hmm. So, clearly, you ain't heard CeCe say, CeCe Sabathia, Yankee. Well, part Yankee. <laughs> wow, wow. He's an Indian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying part definitely now for this <laughs> statement he just made. Uh, he said he feels Otani. Is the MVP? Yeah, he was, and he, he said, he, 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 he said, he said, we are witnessing the greatest player of all time. Well, maybe, but Otani is the, is the is a current that. MVP. He's a current MVP, so I'll go with that. But he ain't this season's MVP. But I but here this here this this what he said. He, here this he said not to take nothing away from what Judge doing. If Judge is not doing what he's doing, the Yankees is probably not in the playoffs. Okay. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the definition of an MVP? Yeah. Well, I, at least to that team. 
Maybe not to the league, but to that team. But yes, but yes, Otani's team is not doing anything, and he's playing well. So, yes, by definition, he just ruled out Otani. <laughs> but it's not way. It's not unprecedented for a last place team to have an MVP. These days, it is that that that, that you know, last Andre Dawson, Andre Dawson stuff that going out of the wayside. Uh, Mike Trout. Well, Mike Trout too. Okay, but yeah, but Mike Trout was putting up like ridiculous numbers. Otani's numbers are ridiculous because he's a pitcher as well. Because he's doing both. Right. They're not really great either no. side. Yeah, right. Individually, you know, you take him <laughs> as a pitcher, he's just another dude. Take him as a batter, he's like he's an elite batter, but he's not having an MVP season. So, yeah, no, stop it. it you know, bye. Like you said, bye. You know, I, All rise yeah. for the judge. Oh, now, we, my boy got beat once. And everybody kept telling me I can't be tripping. I'm a little dude. How I'm going to go against the little guy in Altuve? So, you know what? I bit that bullet, even though that was cheating season. Yeah. But I bit it. I <laughs> bit it. But this one, now they better not do with my boy like that, man. Hold on. Man. So, he's he's hitting 260-something. 265. You want Otani? Otani. Yeah. 34 yeah, stop. homers. Stop. 30. Stop. 34 homers, 88 runs driven in. Yeah, ho hum. All right. Um, he he has ten, I think ten wins. He's got he's twelve and eight. Whatever. Twelve, 12 and eight. And See, eight. If, if he's really great, he should be twenty and zero. Well, that, that's that team would probably wins, be wins is a team thing though. What's the ERA? Uh, what's his ERA whip? is three point what? Let me find he say what's well, his whip too. Look. Uh whip <laughs> is uh 1.064. Okay, that's good. And I don't see it's probably 3.21 or something like that. Uh, hold on. Why is ERA not on here? That's weird. Yeah, so so basically tell me D- Dylan Cease is a better pitcher and pick Oh, I'm sorry, man. I look right past it. I'm sorry. He's got a 2.55 ERA. Okay, well that's that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, but he's still like fifth when it comes to Cy Young in the American League. He's behind like Verlander, Cease, the McClellan. Am I saying his name right? Yeah, McCullers. McCullers. No, not not McCullers. No, it's McClellan or something like that, isn't it? What saying? Ah, dude, don't get me the line. Um, I can't. It's not Tampa Bay, is it? Um, there's a dude, it's something, and he's uh, he's like the third guy they're talking about. I mean, Otani's not even in that in that picture. So, so yeah, no, nah, dude. And you pick a pick a player off the Houston Astros, they probably got a better a better uh, better record than uh, I mean, better better stats than uh, yeah, Otani he, does. He's not even top five. And ERA. Same, same McClanahan for uh, McClanahan. Yeah, I thought it was Tampa, right? McClanahan. I couldn't. That was. Wait, do he not? Do he not qualify? No, he should. He qualifies. He just don't. He's not good enough. He is (laughs) one, two, three. He's got the fourth best odds. 
on uh am i overlooking his name i'm looking at the complete list oh this is everyone this is not the american league this is everyone but still it's not uh, you know what um maybe i'm tripping it's not showing him in the top 20 for era I still think I still think it's 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 phenomenal what he's doing. Oh no doubt. But yeah, I, I'm with you guys. Uh, Judge is, is my MVP. I mean, freaking Otani's not even up there for well, he is up there for strikeouts. He's fourth, but I mean, nah, dude, it's 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 Judge. He's, he's he is this year's MVP. No doubt. Let's leave it there. Let's go to our favorite segment. It's time for picks. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, as I, I said earlier, yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I, I am officially a jinx. Hey, we all won the Bears. We all won the Bears game. That's, that's good. Uh, but I went one and two last week uh, in my picks. Uh, I, I had Tennessee at uh minus Oop. five and a half over the giants didn't happen oops um man don't you you know your losses are so bad because not only did not beat the sprint like they, they they lost the game they lost the game <laughs> yes indianapolis i had minus seven uh and they they lost and uh but i got the bears that's all that matters no indianapolis did not lose they didn't win either oh, time that's right that's right it felt like a loss that's right it might as well have been a loss lovey good congratulations on the tie there by the way uh coach smoke you went a uh nice two and one i should have that should have picked against them goddamn rams <laughs> <laughs> and uh glenn uh, you went two and one as well. Your only loss was Tennessee. going against your Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> See, y'all don't understand how the devious mind works. See, I picked them. I guarantee that Tennessee is going to win. If I pick Tennessee, <laughs> you know, I might screw around. It almost worked against me. I had to go to overtime. I'm like, man, never pick your home. T- you should have heard me at work, B. I was screaming, never pick your home team. Never, never pick your favorite team. <laughs> Damn, but that's why you don't pick. Dude, I was losing my mind. I was yelling, cursing. Oh man, so uh, so yeah, that's all right. It's all good. It's okay. I'll sacrifice against you guys to make sure the volunteers win. <laughs> all right, so let me let me throw out my jinx picks this week. <laughs> Since I'm first, I am going to take uh, I'm going to take New Orleans plus two and a half. Oh, against hell. the Bucks. I just lost one. I got the jinx. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just, just messed me up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers plus two. You and them Panthers. You and them damn Panthers. Guaranteed win the South, right? Starts hey, here. It's not over yet. <laughs> it starts here. It's not over yet. <laughs> starts now. The season starts now. <laughs> Must win. And uh oh. Guess I would no shot. You know what we're gonna do? You're gonna take the bears. I'm going to bears plus 10. I I was doing it. I I thought I just I figured he was I thought you saw it. 
I didn't know it was 10. It was 10. <laughs> Who are the Panthers playing again? Panthers are at the, the New York Giants, Giants plus right. two. So Saints plus two and a half, Panthers plus two, Bears plus 10. Uh, Smoke, who you got? Yep, I got Bears plus 10. I'm going Bucks minus two and a half. Yeah, you're going to win that one because somebody named Ez picked the other team. Nobody yeah. picking college. Everybody got scared off of college because all the upsets, I, I guess, huh? I ain't even looked at college. Man, I'm, 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 I got scared I off. Can't fuck with them this week. I get it. You need I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't won a college bet in ages. And I'm going to – I'm going to – no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go uh, Raiders minus five and a half. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've got the Saints. With this <laughs> plus two and a half, uh, you know, hey, I like the home dogs at times, so I'm gonna take the home dog against the Bucks. Uh, and on that, but the Saints, you know, the Bucks got some issues, man. Guys are banged up, Chris Godwin's not playing, yeah. uh, potentially not playing, and our lines banged the, up. The Saints have had that number, Saints last, had a number four and oh in the regular season, yeah, only only loss is a playoff loss. Um, I'm gonna take the uh. Bengals minus seven and a half over the hapless Cowboys being led by who's that quarterback name again? Cooper Rush. Yeah. Who? Caesar's got it minus Cooper. seven. Cooper Cup. They do better with Cooper Cup as quarterback than Cooper Rush. Uh, who do I have here? This ESPN follows Caesars. I have, follow Caesars. Um, They're minus seven bucks from Caesars. Minus, minus seven, seven of yeah. Caesars. Yep. And then I'm going to be the only guy to take a college team, and I'm going to go for uh, a team that's probably going to try and uh, flex a little extra. I'm taking Ohio State minus 32 mm-hmm. over the Toledo Rockets. Oh, they, they'll cover that. Yeah, that. We are the kings of Ohio. Yeah, they'll <laughs> cover that, no doubt about it. The crazy part is the Toledo fans – will be rooting for Ohio State. <laughs> Crazy how that works. All right. So, Smoke, Bears, Bucks, Raiders, GM, Saints, Bengals, Ohio State. I love it. Stuck with my two winners from last week. All right. Well, we'll see how that works. Good see luck, guys. I know I'm going to go on three. So, <laughs> so no, that, no, no, no. You have that to go at least three and oh. I need no, 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 no. You need to at least go two and no one and two. We only got one game no, to say. The Bears need to win. Yeah, we need to win, man. I, least... I, man. Well, hold man, on. Now. Got the Bears. You, the Bears can win, but not cover. I'm just talking about no, they, cover. They can if they win. They they cover. They yeah. are ten point underdog. Right, but I'm saying the Bears can win seven to three, or or, or you know, they don't have to. Yeah, they can. They can. They can lose. Yeah, they can lose. Y'all both, still, y'all both got. Seven, they can lose seventeen, twelve. I got you the know. bucks. So. Yeah, yeah. I need. I just need. I need Ez to go one or two with his bets. <laughs> yeah, I want the Bears to win, but I need him to go one or two with his bets. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. 
Um, you can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Tune. What is it called? Tune in. There, there it is. Uh, Amazon or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. Take that, Coach Wants that. <laughs> Congrats. We'll see you next week. <laughs>